Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa as well as South Africa and to my listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As y'all know by now, I'm Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, you know we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into this story about this former uh, Boston uh, police union head who pleads guilty to uh, child abuse charges and was sentenced to 13 years in prison. Now, as soon as we do a little housekeeping, because you know how we take care of the dirty laundry at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G with the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips to balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this story. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got this uh, former uh, police officer who was also head of the uh, union um, a Boston police officer now, who has also led the uh, police union, has uh, pleaded guilty to a sexually abusing, listening to this, six children and has been sentenced to up to 13 years in prison. Patrick Rose Sr., 67, uh, he wept in court on uh, Monday as he, uh, as he listened to these impact uh, uh, statements from the victims, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you something. See what I'm talking about when I tell you all about the uh, the blue wall of silence and, and how they stay on cold covering each other up. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been going on for quite some time, at least three decades, okay? And he is now just getting uh, um, convicted and sentenced on a, on a plea deal, mind you. And, I'm, and the only reason why I know that it's because it said that up, uh, he could uh, spend up to 13 years, okay? That doesn't say that he's going to definitely do uh, 13 years. So he's getting away with a crime that he's been committing for over uh, 30 years. And mind you, now, they knew about this. Oh, yeah. His superiors... The Boston Police Department, Internal Affairs, they were all aware of this, ladies and gentlemen. And this man kept his job in a public trust job. And ain't no telling, ladies and gentlemen, how many other of these heinous uh, child rape victims are out there. It just goes to show you when I try to tell y'all about reforming the police and doing some um, deconstructing. Starting new, this is a prime example of the reason why the, uh, people say these type of things. And I agree with them. But let's go and listen to this um, news article, ladies and gentlemen, about this man's heinous acts and crimes against children. 
prosecutors say he is responsible for one of the worst cases of child abuse they have seen. A former Boston police officer and union president today admitted that he sexually abused children for years. Good evening to you, I'm David Wade. I'm Paula Evan, Lisa is off. Now, this case was a scandal for the Boston Police Department, which knew about the allegations against Patrick Rose decades ago, but allowed him to remain on the job and rise through the ranks. WBZ. Did you hear that? Allowed him to remain on the job and rise through the ranks when he is was an admitted uh, uh, child rapist. Now you tell me that that's not uh, the uh, the blue line staying on cold for each other. I can't believe it. Tiffany Chan is live with the latest in Boston. Tiffany. Paula David, the 67-year-old, was sentenced to 10 to 13 years for what prosecutors here are saying is the most egregious case of child rape they've ever seen. The former head of the Boston Police Union sounded remorseful inside of a Suffolk Superior courtroom. How do you wish to plea? Guilty. Changing his plea to guilty on several child rape charges. I am solely responsible for any wrong decisions I made and any acts that I perpetrated. Patrick Rose admitted raping at least six children at his West Roxbury home, crimes that prosecutors say span nearly three decades. A victim impact statement detailing the emotional toll was read in court. Nothing you can say or do will justify the horror we are going through. You took their childhood from them, from me, in 1995, the then Boston cop was accused of sexually assaulting a 12-year-old. Prosecutors say Rose returned to full duty after the police union threatened to sue and that he likely went on to abuse more children. Outside of the courtroom, Suffolk County District Attorney Kevin Hayden said these crimes are especially egregious given Rose's position as someone the public was supposed to trust. These are monstrous, monstrous acts that can no longer be tolerated. We can only hope and remain to pray that they have some level of justice here. The current Boston Police Union president echoed those same sentiments as the district attorney Rose was also sentenced to 10 years probation and he must also register as a sex offender. Outside Suffolk Superior Court, I'm Tiffany Chan for WBZ News. Boston releasing internal affairs files of former Boston police officer and union leader Patrick Rose. Rose was arrested in August of 2020 facing sex assault charges against a minor. Once those charges came up, it was learned that similar allegations were made back in 1995. Boston police investigated back then and found that there was credibility to the 1995 charges, but the department let him remain on the job. Here are new details we have learned from this internal affairs documents that have been released in June of 1996. Internal affairs found sufficient evidence to support the allegations. Internal affairs noted that the alleged victim would not cooperate with the investigation. And since the investigation started, Rose was placed on administrative duty, only allowing him to work in the station and without a gun. In October of 1997, a law office representing the Boston Police Union wrote to the department saying that it was considering filing a grievance. They wanted evidence of Rose's wrongdoing. The union cited he was also being placed in financial hardship, losing police detail over time because of his administrative duty status. 
Two days later, the commissioner of police, Paul Evans, wrote a note to the internal affairs leader saying, see me, and Rose was then returned to full status. To full status, ladies and gentlemen. He threatened them through a law firm, and not only was he not convicted, and he's claiming financial hardship when he's working. But because he couldn't get any overtime and threatened to sue, they put him back on full duty with full pay with overtime privileges. Please, somebody to me, make this make sense. And mind you now, I, he, he only gets maybe up to 13 years. And they're probably going to have him in what? Protective custody? And not around uh, a general population? So he can't run into Big Mike? And he can't run into uh, uh, Bubba? So he can get exactly what he deserves? You got, you got, to, you got to wonder how they call this justice system a justice system. Everyone, when the former head of the Boston Police Patrolmen's Association and longtime BPD officer Patrick Rose Sr. was arrested and charged with rape and indecent assault last summer. But according to a recent report from the Boston Globe's Andrew Ryan, the police department had known for decades that Rose had been accused of such behavior. The investigation found that, quote, the BPD in 1995 filed a criminal complaint against him for sexual assault on a 12-year-old and even after the complaint was dropped, wrote the Globe, proceeded with an internal investigation that concluded that he likely committed a crime. Despite that finding, Rose kept his badge, remaining on patrol for another 21 years and rose the power in the union that represents patrol officers. And Now, do you hear that? They knew what this man was. They knew that he was a, a child rapist. They knew that he was a pedophile. And the ages from these children that he gave from what I understand, was from seven years old to uh, 17 years old. And they allowed this man to continue to keep his employment as a police officer who sworn to protect and serve, which we already know is BS. Right? This story just goes to prove that. But that means that they allowed this man to continue to commit these heinous crimes throughout the years and did absolutely nothing about it. Globe reported state child welfare investigators also believed in 95 that there was evidence Rose had abused the child. Since then, Rose allegedly continued to abuse young kids, including the Globe reported the daughter of the boy he was accused of molesting in the 1995 case. Wow. He now faces more than 30 charges of sexual abuse of six different victims who range from seven to 16 year, years old at the time, all of which he has denied. Since October, the Globe has been requesting the disgraced union leader's internal affairs file, but the BPD has repeatedly refused. And even after the state's supervisor of public records argued the city had no basis to withhold them, former Mayor Marty Walsh's administration refused to hand them over. But today, his successor, acting Mayor Kim Janey, announced she's taking a different approach. As a mother and as a grandmother, I was heartbroken and angry to learn that nothing was done to keep Mr. Rose away from children or to terminate him for that matter after serious charges were found to be credible by a BPD internal affairs probe. Transparency cannot wait any longer. 
I've ordered the release of these redacted internal affairs files as soon as possible. The Boston City Council has also pledged to, quote, use every tool available to ensure transparency and create safeguards to prevent anything like this from ever happening again. Council- yes, what we always hear. That's what we always hear when it comes to uh, uh, police wrongdoing, police uh, uh, misconduct. They come out with that lame story about they're going to do all that they can in order to prevent something like this from happening again. They close the book on it the minute after they say that, and then they continue practices as normal, as usual. This is what we know. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there's finally, I guess, some type of uh, penalty for his crimes. Nowhere near what he should be uh, getting. What he's receiving, to me, ladies and gentlemen, is a slap on the wrist. In fact, if you see this story as it truly is, this man was pretty much rewarded for his criminal activity. Allowed to keep his badge, allowed to stay on the force from when the first uh, allegations came out for another 21 years. 21 years. So we're talking about 30 years altogether that this man was allowed to roam the streets as a pedophile with a badge and a gun. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. That's Mzungu staying on cold. That's the, uh, the blue line staying on cold. Because we know all too well, if that had been a melanated individual or a brown individual or anybody else, that man would be under the jail. And he wouldn't have never been able to serve that type of time on his job. He would have been fired. The charges would have been brought against him. And I can guarantee you from a jury of supposedly our peers, we would have been uh, under the jail. Not being rewarded like this uh, Mzungu Boston police officer was allowed to do. And I can guarantee you right now, not only is he in protective custody, Beside, uh, inside whatever prison that he's at but they probably got him on suicide watch we know this and we have seen this all too often and, and let's put a light on something else too ladies and gentlemen we know this man ain't gonna do 13 years we know he's not otherwise y'all wouldn't have included 10 years of our probation We'll be lucky if he do three years of that 13. And then he'll be back out on the streets. Ready to do what he uh, was previously doing. Ready to do it again. Talking about he got to register as a uh, sex offender. Please tell me how registering as a sex offender has ever stopped a sex offender from being a sex offender of children and juveniles. Okay? Please, miss me with the BS. That man should never been allowed to see 
the light of day uh, outside the prison walls for the rest of his life. Believe me. And six victims or seven victims that they're talking about, that's all they know about. If this man was able to do what he did, mind you, with a, a, a badge and a gun, who's investigating him? Who, who's doing anything other than allowing him to continue to uh, prey on innocent children? And, and, ain't got no, and ain't got no worries of consequences because why? He's holding the gun and badge. So he's pretty much got free reign over the entire city of Boston. And ain't got no worries of being uh, a caught up until now when he's 67 years old after his cucumber probably ain't working no more then y'all want to get him and he changed his plea see they don't tell you that the reason why he changed his plea he changed his plea because he got he got a uh, 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 he plea bargained and got a, a an acceptable deal. So in other words, ladies and gentlemen, even though they did go as far as prosecuting him and uh, found him guilty of the twenty two charges, he's still getting a slap on the wrist. He's still getting rewarded. He ain't gonna spend all that time in the, in the uh, prison. And he definitely ain't going to spend it in general population. Which is probably was a part of his plea deal. We'll put you in somewhere, uh, some little light spot where you'll, uh, you'll be by yourself most of the time. Or you'll be with some other convicted law enforcement race soldiers. And mind you, they don't, they're not telling you about who he was sexually assaulted. We assuming because uh, he's a male that he was uh, sexually abusing uh, a female. But you don't know. It could have been both. Which it probably was. Anyway, y'all, there it is in a nutshell and whatnot. Uh, I'm going to be, be watching this guy while he's in prison to see what's going on with him and how he's being uh, uh, treated. And I hope he's being treated the same way he treated his victims. That's right. You heard me say it. I ain't got no remorse for him. You know, especially when I watch how the judicial system pretty much let this man have free reign for all those years. And then he gets this slap on the wrist uh, plea agreement where he could probably get out of jail and still try to uh, uh, do something about this uh, uh, nasty, horrible addiction that he has to raping children. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to another uh, episode of Chilling with Teddy G. Uh, please, guys, uh, uh, help me keep the doors of this uh, studio open, ladies and gentlemen, with any type of... Uh, donation that you could give whether it be uh one time or monthly i want to continue to bring you these stories i want to continue to uh up like uh uplift you guys with uh, uh with the uh, news that you won't 
find on regular uh, lamestream media. We give it to you here straight up, raw, and unfiltered. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, y'all please continue to do your social distancing. Please continue to wear your outer gear. We'll never be out of the woods with this uh, COVID-19 and all the variances that uh, keep popping up from it. So uh, uh, take care of your immune system by eating the proper uh, fruits, nuts, berries, seeds, lemon, garlic, vegetables, onions, your G-bombs. Because that is your number one defense, ladies and gentlemen, against this virus and any virus is a healthy and strong immune system. I tell you all these things and I bring you all these stories, ladies and gentlemen, for one reason and one reason only. That's because I love you. Loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I have the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul. It's hard to access affordable, healthy food. Then listen carefully. Daryl Addison, an African-American inventor, has patented a process for growing food on demand. He called it Torpedo Pot. Torpedo Pot is a fully automated flower pot that gives you control over your plant's environment. All you do is add soil, seeds, and plants to the flower pot and watch it grow. Yes, Torpedo Pot grows the rest. Visit www.torpedopot.com.